0: Welcome to the leap Kit where we dive deep into divisive topics, challenge biases, and confront political noise from an independent point of view. I'm Andrew Lieb, and together with my legal team, we have one goal, to transform political vitriol into productive conversations. Each week, we talk about real issues by translating hateful rhetoric into meaningful discourse. Then we offer ideas to solve the issues and improve all of our lives. Let's rise above the negativity and make some real change. Ready to join the discussion? Get started now. On the Leap Guest. Meet your personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee. For all you SCOTUS buffs out there, this has been the week of.
1: All 15 of you.
0: Well, I'm telling you, I'm talking <laughs> to my people. You know, they, they say, and this is a mistake when they go over podcasts, They a lot of people talk about audience number, but it's about audience engagement. Yeah. And the SCOTUS buffs, they're tearing apart each word that's <laughs> going on here. <laughs> they're really I, listening. You know how like the Supreme Court once did that racial thing and we had to mm-hmm. learn about the like... Three-fifths type of thing With voting mm-hmm. And uh, well I think SCOTUS buff Should get like a five multiple So each one counts Anyway I, I like it I, like I it. was
2: reading a thread on uh, that's my new thing I like to read threads Threads, yeah, thread gal I Lauren am.
0: tell us about that In 20 seconds okay. <laughs> I'm cutting you off Just because I want to I want to introduce the topics uh, Okay you Hold always, that thought. Well the thing is that Every time we, we Do all our talking Because we can't stop We, we ATD <laughs> we, squirrels we, we don't You yell at me That we don't tell them What they're talking about So there's two big things before SCOTUS That happened this week Okay One is the elimination Of Chevron deference mm-hmm. In plain English All well, that means case? What? Fishing It case? is yeah. but it's irrelevant Sorry Oh no you can share <laughs> Share color It's
1: for the buffs It's for the buffs
0: No it's, it's important That you say it was fishing But what the case is And we're going to talk about it But what the case is Is whether Governmental agencies get deference whether they the governmental agencies that make rules you know like when they make rules and regulations yeah
1: so the executive branch the executive power to agencies to do certain things
0: well the agencies is the executive branch
1: right right it's a part of the executive branch
0: so when they do regulations do they have deference when the supreme court's deciding whether it was in the scope Mm -hmm. meaning the question is a separation of powers as we learned from the supreme court justices this week Mm -hmm. Should the unelected justices of the Supreme Court get the decision making mm-hmm. over what regulations goes on as the ultimate authority mm-hmm. or should the executive branch and I acknowledge that as people would call it the deep state or stuff like that yeah, but the couple. Uh, well they would they would say that the people that are working in in government are non-elected officials. But in truth, they are elected because the executive's elected and the executive sets the policy for all the agencies and the executive makes decisions. So currently right now, Chevron deferences before the Supreme Court. will do that a little bigger. But the reason Alex is all pumped up <laughs> it, and the reason why Lauren's all pumped up so and I the reason why you so should be all pumped up, you are though, Lauren, the bums, <laughs> the fucking bums, they're all over the streets. Don't say bums. No, I'm telling you, they're all over the streets and I have a bum problem. I want to tell you, Alex, I'm going to be a very anti-bum saying, racist. I think bum
1: you mean p- people or bum your butt?
0: No, bum the people. Like, I, think
1: oh. he, I think he means people experiencing homelessness. That's oh. the one. So the bums,
0: (laughs) I have a- Not the tush. (laughs) No, I have a bum issue, I'm going to tell you, and this is not before the Supreme Court, although the bums are before the Supreme Court. (laughs) The issue before the Supreme Court, first of all, is whether a municipality, a village, a city, a town, if they can have a law that says being a bum on private property, being a bum on public property, being a bum on property- is illegal And we could ticket you We could arrest you We could remove you Or do fine,
1: bums Fine you
0: Fine you do they, well, although, they don't
1: have any money Anyway right? We'll get into that okay. I'm sure
0: <laughs> Before we get into any of this my, I just want to tell you My is issue setup. My okay. issue of bums And then Lauren Get to go back To what she was doing On her, her social media When she was on threads And how she's threading But I, I'm, my issue of bums I have, My eyebrows oh, are great Well I only have one issue Of bums And it's a major issue And I, I think this is It's fucked up You're a bad bum If you do this Why would you ever Bum in a northeast Eastern city when it's fucking cold outside oh, and snowing. That's
2: why they go to LA.
0: Well, I, I have no problem with the bums of LA. I have the problem with the bums that don't understand you want a good climate. If you're going to live outside. I don't
1: think you get to choose where you're a bum. I My final. I mean, person experiencing Alex, homelessness. If I,
0: if I had 50 bucks have left. You
1: that airfare, the first class ticket to no, the no, I would city? take. Oh, and I certainly won't have it if I'm getting no, fined. No, but I would take
0: a greyhound, <laughs>
1: yeah, that, a greyhound.
0: That's what I would do. I would go on a Greyhound to the nice weather. That would be my final. Final money before you, bumming it up. You'd be a you smart Can't bum. afford that, Graham. Do answer. you know how cold it is outside right now? Would you
1: just say please when like, they ask you for your ticket? Please, imagine I need you to, you have, to be uh, warm. Please, Can I get out of your? That's state? what I would say.
0: I would say that. Like, and if you
1: I, give me like a hundred
2: dollars, <laughs> I won't ever bother you again. I'm gonna go bother somebody else in better weather. <laughs> give me one hundred
1: dollars, and I'll go to the other side of the country. Yes, You'll and never see me. I'm that.
2: not gonna spend it on drugs or alcohol at all. I'm just gonna spend it on coach no but like no no, greyhound not coach
0: (laughs) but but you took a greyhound to the hudson river line listen to billy joel but the point the point is that i think that this immigration thing where they take the immigrants and they bust them to other cities fucked up but we should bust bums from the cold weather to the warm weather and i'm gonna tell you why the immigration one is to benefit the non-immigrants, to get rid of them. The bum policy I have for is for the bums. Do it for the bums. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna, like my brain slogan. is like
0: swimming with names of what we would call it. <laughs> like it could be the bum bus. Oh so,
1: my <laughs> everyone get on the bum bus. <laughs> we're going to get canceled. Threads. Threads. <laughs>
2: threads. Uh, oh, I mean, I was just... I like threads now because I find it less vitriolic <laughs> than
0: X. Yeah,
1: a lot of people are getting into threads. It's like a thing.
2: I well, think. maybe because the hateful more hateful people are on x like i don't have extreme well i'll data tell you this it,
0: but mark cuban said who i follow as you know because go IU fight fight, yeah. fight. Uh-huh. um mark cuban know. do you want him
1: to adopt you i do
0: I, yeah. I, well he could be more of an uncle mark i see him more like okay. i'll come for the holidays he's not a
1: creepy uncle
0: I'm fine with it he's a okay. billionaire <laughs> um i can handle it <laughs> you know if you're into it but anyway back to where it is mark cuban says that and i'm paraphrasing that x has become Elon Musk's echo chamber where he has the voices he likes get followed more and the voices he don't like. So it's like his billionaire conversation, like we can have a podcast where the three of us talk. That's our financial level. Okay. (laughs) Okay. La Mas says he could have a conversation where they, you know, X now has telephone calls. You could do video, audio, telephone calls. Yeah. X yeah. has they they now have uh, the Don Lemon. Don he he's coming there. Really? Yeah yeah he's going there. He's going to X uh, X and we, we 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 got Tucker and so X is very exciting. God
1: I wish it weren't called X.
0: But on the other hand. Zuckerberg, who you like, is taking over Hawaii. Uh, He owns Threads, Lauren. I know. And he's (laughs) taking over the indigenous people of Hawaii, I learned this week. You're not Hawaiian if you are born in Hawaii. You're only Hawaiian if you're indigenous to Hawaii. So I want you to know Alex, you are not a New Yorker because you might have been born here but you're not indigenous to do New you York. You need a uh-huh. genetic test. <laughs> <laughs> I know how do we determine and that? And what percentage? <laughs> That's the one. Well, like when everyone yeah, says they're indigenous in
2: in these genetic tests, they come from somewhere else. Like, it's not just going to be Hawaii. It's not going right. to be like... Well, in the 1700s, if you were living in Hawaii... Lauren, you got to talk yeah,
0: in the well. mic. Okay, sorry. But Lauren's like so expressive, and she thinks everyone could hear her. She's like dancing behind She's the mic. She's very
1: animated. I wish you could all see.
0: But the point is, and I have... This is my problem with reparations, too. I always got to go there. At what percentage... Are you enough of an African-American or former slave right. that you get it? Like, do you get it based on, do you have to submit a 23andMe? Right. And you get a percentage based on. Right. And what about the fact that a lot of, just so we're clear, African-Americans, and not a good thing how they got this way. Right. But a lot of them are descendants of slave owners. Right. Because of rapes. Well, at and this so-
1: point, there's people so... Um- are so mixed up i have african-american like what would, would i get reparations well you that's know, that my would question be a, a very tricky issue to have to navigate well my <laughs>
0: question is let's let's just say we go with percentages yeah. right alex yeah and I let's
1: 0.25 great whatever
0: <laughs> but let's assume that you have a percentage of five percent slave owner
1: Right. Do you lose extra? Do you have to offset the? Yeah. Right. No. My is question confusing. is: It's
0: not just a white person. Is it a slave owner? Because they're the people the reparations are for. Whoa. Does that offset? Like, what's the percentage? Like, let's assume yeah. someone is fifty percent of African descent and fifty percent of Caucasian descent, but that yeah. Caucasian ties all the way back to a slave right, owner. It was a
1: slave owner. They right. were the Your problem. Descendant from both slave owner and slave.
0: Yeah. Like you might you might be dark. But the way I look at you is you're the cause of the reparation need in the first place.
1: 50% of your genetic line would be responsible for the other 50%'s plight.
0: The only issue I have with people that are whiny, and I'm not saying all are, but the only issue I have with whiny people that want reparations that are african-americans is they discount the part of them that is slave owner as well and i get that that the person who was african-american who was raped has a very legitimate statement on why that was wrong hundreds of years ago but as a descendant you don't get to like if you are a child of a rape you're also the child of the raper like it's just it's yeah, reality. That
1: a, that's a Yeah, really but you dark, can't
0: control your descendants. 100%, yeah. but I mean, you,
1: that's why the whole idea of reparations is like so complicated and it just doesn't seem like it would really fix anything. It doesn't. Like fix it's anything. just way too complicated well, to but also like are you really going to feel a lot better if you just get and is it even a fair? check in the mail and is it fair? Yeah. But I
0: want you to know to answer your first question, yeah. I'm willing to test it out if you want to send me a check if I will yeah. feel better. Yeah, and I believe I will. Let's find I out. Do yeah, but I feel like with checks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> checks. But I feel like they would do the math and everybody would get a dollar twenty-five. Like <laughs> not they, even it's like it, one of those huge class action suits where they're like, you, you're yeah, entitled like for a dime. Yes, yeah, Sephora. Every, yeah. Everyone's suing Sephora. You're going to get ten cents.
0: But I guess that's a great segue into what we're saying today, and the reason why all these three topics. And I was listening to Bloomberg, and. They, I think they changed their tagline. I don't know when they did this, but they're now saying context changes everything. That's their new tagline. I okay, agree with that. Okay. And Leapcast has been saying that for a while. Yeah, I agree. And all three of these issues, if you think you know the answer to them, you're an asshole. Like, Yeah, really. That's so <laughs> true. They're so
2: complicated, and it goes back to our theme of data. Yeah. Like, there's so much data to analyze. It's true.
0: And the point is that, like, I can make an argument why you should be able to police homeless people on certain property. I can make an argument why you shouldn't be able to. Yeah. I can make an argument on why Chevron deference is a problem because of the administrative state, the deep state, the administrative state, all these people that have these jobs for 40 years, that have no check and they just keep working, deciding our rights and we have nothing to do with them. Yeah. And then I can also make a counter argument that if they don't make the decision, the Supreme Court does. And that's fucking terrifying. (laughs) A lot of arguments. Yeah. And you could do the same thing with just to go full circle with reparations as we were just doing. Mm -hmm. And so the good news, ladies.
1: What is the good news?
0: I just got an email from Microsoft that Copilot on Bing is available. Ooh. So I asked Copilot on Bing, I wanted to know. I you, said,
2: "Can you explain what Copilot is?"
0: It's a. I love the way you ask me these questions. You didn't read our rules about Alex wrote rules for the LeapCast. Yeah, that you um when you're doing improv, you don't ask questions that are close ended. When you expect people to do this, (laughs) and since our script is improvisational, you just think I'm an AI.
2: I thought you were
0: Do you know what's a, You know what's cool though
1: He has all the answers Doesn't he
0: Copilots <laughs> an and AI <laughs> I just answered your question oh, there you go. But Lauren I'm an HI Human intelligence uh, That's ooh. what's up
1: Debatable I learned that
0: I learned that Alex On Bloomberg Actually Really There was a founder That was discussing AI And they kept saying AI versus HI Oh wow And I had never heard HI as a term
1: It didn't have to be one before yeah. <laughs> It makes a lot sense It's kind of sense.
0: like cisgender Like yeah, right. I'm not offended by it It just is a term to give a contrast, yeah. And so, Copilot is Microsoft's ChatGPT, basically. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to simplify it that much. They have differences, but anyway. So, I said to Bing, "Chat with GPT-4, which is Copilot." By the way, Microsoft owns ChatGPT, a big percentage of it. With OpenAI is one of the biggest. Anyway, you don't need to know. Does banning camping by homeless people violate the Eighth Amendment? That's what I wanted to know. Camping meaning living. It's such a nice yeah, way to yeah. say it. See, Alex uses camping. words like homeless and camping, and I go, bums on the corner.
1: That is how we're different.
0: See? <laughs> <laughs> but Bloomberg would tell you- we believe
1: you, in pluralism here. At the Bloomberg
0: would tell you the context changes everything. True that, true because that. Because if you ask it one way, you get a different answer. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> anyway, the U.S. Supreme Court, this is what- the AI says, you don't need to listen to the Leapcast anymore. You could just listen to Copilot. The U.S. Supreme Court is currently deciding whether the city of Grants Pass, Oregon, violates the Eighth Amendment by issuing civil citations to people who violate a ban on sleeping on public property. The case is centered around whether the city's regulation of homeless encampments violates the Eighth Amendment ban on cruel and unusual punishment. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals at San Francisco ruled in September 2022 for the homeless plaintiffs, Gloria Johnson and John Logan, that the city violates the Eighth Amendment by enforcing its ordinances against homeless people for sleeping outside of protection from the elements when there was no other place to go. The Ninth Circuit relied on its 2018 decision, Martin v. Boise, which held that the Eighth Amendment prohibits imposing criminal penalties against homeless people who sleep or sit outside because they can't obtain shelter. Both the Ninth Circuit cases cited Supreme Court precedent that said the government can't punish people for being addicts because it is an involuntary status that they can't change. The Ninth Circuit said this... um, said the sleeping, I don't know why it says the sleeping, Says said the sleeping and camping bans essentially punished the status of being homeless. It is important to note that the Supreme Court has not yet made a decision on this case and the outcome is still pending. So I asked them oh. uh, because I had more questions, ladies. <laughs> I, I said, but which side has a stronger argument in City of <laughs> uh, Grand <Graham, laughs> Pass Johnson? And. Nothing. You want to hear this shit? Yeah. It is difficult.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So basically it depends. (laughs) That's why they're not going to take our jobs.
0: what,
2: What does human intelligence say? It depends.
0: <laughs> yeah, so let me break it down in English first, in and then human. we. Can, well, in human hi, we're going to give you the hi. H-I. L- we should change the Leapcast to where hi thrives. <laughs>
2: but that's our new
0: slogan. No, Alex, better where hi lives. Where hi? Because we're humans, we're living. Oh,
2: wow. yeah.
1: little play on words there. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: see, see, but bums don't come. Um, but uh,
1: <laughs> it's just one sort of the things. People experiencing homelessness.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know what's interesting is that this case. Is one of the few cases where both liberals and conservatives are coming together to actually ask the Supreme Court, a coalition like Gavin Newsom of California want is like for this ban. Wow. And like we we have they're going to these challenges because liberal states like California have issues and they want to have rights. They want to have power. They want and I want to put out the real question comes to this not necessarily and i think there's the same question with chevron deference in an idealistic state could government manage homeless people by restricting where they're staying and ticketing and otherwise but if you give power to the government what would happen if they had power Mm And what does power do? So I think a big problem that a lot of people have, just to go to Chevron deference for a second, we're on the same page, is that in an idealistic world, Mm -hmm. it makes sense to have people with PhDs that study a specific field like, for example, the Environmental Protection Agency to make decisions about the environment as opposed to the Supreme Court. right? Experts. Experts. But what does unchecked power leave you with? And when you make rules, you can't look at. And I, I listen to idiots on social media because I'm still on X, Lauren. I'm not just on. I'm not just on. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, I'm not just on threads like Lauren. I'm on <laughs> X too. And what I what I've noticed, Alex, is that some people go on these things,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they think the world is awful. And then some people think the world is idealistic,
1: right? And big split,
0: big split. Mm -hmm. Like I'll give you an illustration, and then we're going to go back to what I was saying. Sure. You know where Kings Park is? Uh, no. Kings Park is like a little north of here and a little west. It's a place in Long Island. They just won a grant for ten million dollars.
1: Okay.
0: For downtown beautification. Okay. Kathy Hochul, the governor, was there yesterday at Kings Park High School announcing downtown beautification. Okay, sounds cool. Sounds easy enough, right? <laughs> Half the world on social media is going, Kathy Hochul was in Kings Park. We're getting downtown beautification. Thank the good Lord right. for 10 million Yay bucks.
1: Beautification. Yay beautification one beautif- side of things.
0: You got it. Okay. The other side was saying.
1: Waste of resources. They were
0: diverting money <laughs> yeah. from disability. Wow. Funds to give money to illegal aliens. Wow. And there's obviously a background handshake agreement because they're going to use King Park Psychiatric Center, okay. which has been closed down for I don't know 50 years. Okay. With big buildings and they're going to f- put all the illegal immigrants in those buildings okay. and this is just the pretext to getting there. <laughs>
1: Okay, so that's the other side. Yeah,
0: and I'm just telling you. So these two sides. And they just scream at each other. And I want to posit to you that a law needs to be able to cover both sides and realize that most of it is somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. And so at the same note, here's my point. Yes, it's $10 million for downtown beautification. And yes, there are Kings Park psychiatric. And yes, that might be used for psychiatric yeah i mean for illegal immigrants right but these things may not be tied together right and
1: they could just correlation doesn't (laughs) (laughs) might be correlated these things
0: so anyway back to these conversations we're having okay the supreme court has these two decisions and they're going on this week and they affect all of our lives and lauren tells us after the podcast all the time she's like yeah that was a great conversation but I don't know who cares. So I want to answer the question <laughs> okay. who cares? Who cares well, I'm going to tell you about both of them. Number one, you care about Chevron deference because the question is do you want a world, and this is an important one, where you have eight justices of the Supreme Court and might have more in the future as we have that's a whole nother debate. It might have less because when one leaves, who knows if they're going to be able to nominate a new one. We learned from Mitch McConnell, you can't do it in an election year if the other party controls. That's a whole nother story for another Damn. day. Didn't human, know that one. Human
2: intelligence. H-I. <laughs> so, <Amazing.
0: laughs> But the point is, the point is, which one's better of the evil? I am against the administrative state without check be able to do whatever they want i want to put that out there mm-hmm. i'm also against the supreme court who has absolutely no expertise in these areas right so wouldn't the better move just throwing this one out there to have chevron deference but have a mechanism where we can overrule right so deference so limit chevron deference you got it. instead of get rid of Chevron. yeah deference. so what is chevron deference again it's very simple stuff like if a regulatory body, an agency of the executive branch, if it's the EPA, if it's the Department of Education, if it's the Department of Defense, you get it. Like, there's all... That's these. why you care, by the way. Like, these are all agencies, in case that wasn't clear. Agencies <laughs> that, like, impact your fucking yeah, life. Right. Like, like there's a Department of Transportation. Do you like roads?
1: <laughs> like, it's like... Drive like, on... Ro- probably not. Do yeah. drive on roads?
0: How but. do you feel about them lights on the roads? Right, like... Yeah. <laughs> These are the these are the questions. Like, have you thought of an airport? How about a, <laughs> how about the Greyhound bus station? But right. like, anyway, <laughs> back to my Greyhound. But <laughs> Bum bus. these things all matter. And the question, we agree that the administrative state needs to have some mechanism of being checked. Needs a check. It yeah. does. You shouldn't have career officials. Like one of the biggest problems with governmental workers is that it's also true for professors. They get tenure. You mm-hmm. can't fire them. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily have a capitalistic motive. They're too secure, and they're not pushing, and they don't have the hustle. That's not for everyone, mm-hmm. but that's a, a correlation that's been noticed with governmental workers. Yeah. How do you motivate them? Is a good issue to discuss. Mm-hmm. How do you put a check on people that are corrupt or doing the wrong thing?
1: Yeah, like how do you deter them from like acting in their own self-interest or for political
0: reasons? A hundred percent. And those things should happen. Mm-hmm. On the same note, public shaming. On
1: <laughs> tar and feather them, says but Lauren.
0: <laughs> Lauren, I, hang them. <laughs> I want you to know, not hang them, but I, I want you to know the 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 public shaming thing. Maybe that's the answer. But saying that this system, you know, they always say. I, I think you've heard this before, and this is, I guess, the biggest issue is that we don't have a perfect system, but which is better than all the other choices. <laughs> right. Like, right. yeah, the administrative state sucks. Yeah. But getting rid of the administrative state to have eight judges. Who, mm-hmm. by the way, I'm a lawyer. Do you want white collar people like me, that have never got our hands dirty, to be in charge of all of these things? Like right. these judges. No offense, but are as white bread as you could find. Like the most conservative, the most all of them. Yeah, I have well, to yeah. tell you, on the Supreme Court, the right. most conservative, conservative, conservative one is a fucking liar. <laughs> they are white lace. Prim and proper, like, their big problem is that they didn't go on enough trips. Ivy League, educated, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) I have
1: a legal question. Isn't the Supreme Court supposed to show, like, some restraint as far as, like like limiting things and getting rid of things?
0: Well, that's what kind of the conversation that's going on right now and the questions. We have two people that are on the fence right now. We have Roberts and we have Amy Comey Barrett, of all people, oh, wow. that are the going to be the swings. We know that the other conservatives locked down. They got four. Right. We know the three liberals... On the other side. Right. The question of are uh, these two, should the judges show restraint and say, at the end of the day, should we be giving ourselves this power? Because right. that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like all these conservatives out there, like you hear Vivek, and he goes on and he goes, we got to get rid of the administrative state. But he, what he's not telling you is, Getting rid of the administrative state is also giving power to the unelected Supreme Court.
1: Right. Like, so that's uh, actually not an improvement. Yeah. It's unless a- you, you know, I guess if you care about the makeup of the Supreme Court and you think that they'll...
0: I think it's terrifying to make the more people that we spread power between, the less likely there's corruption. Right. So if you have the entire thousands of people in the government, Mm -hmm. some of which have spent their whole life getting educated and career, at least they're topical experts. Right.
1: So for people who are saying, get rid of the administrative state, practically that means, okay, so now these unelected judges with zero expertise-
0: Get to decide everything. Get
1: to make the decisions that the- administrations are doing or alternatively well
0: i guess that's not the way i would say it what i would say and i think you're right Mm -hmm. but i think the way i would say it is whenever there's ambiguity in legislation by our genius senate and house
1: who can't agree
0: on anything so they everything has ambiguity in it Mm -hmm. if there's ambiguity without chevron deference the agencies in the executive branch can't do bupkis and every time they do something on the ambiguity they're going to get sued and the Supreme Court is going to say hey we're not giving deference to these people to come up with the idea right. they can't do bupkis right and then we're gonna have a shutdown of government which is kind of the goal to stop the wheels of government from the conservative and people don't look through the outcome of what's going to happen yeah and I see that as a major problem yeah. and I I'm not telling you that I think Chevron deference is good. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that saying it's unconstitutional, overridden, turning over precedent is not the way to address it. The way to address it is to have legislation Mm -hmm. that clears up the administrative state having more checks. Mm
1: -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. that's
0: the better way to, anyway. Yeah, democracy and all that. I like that one. Mm -hmm. And let's go just quick to the homeless people. It is a terrible thing for cities... For property owners, for consumers, for the economy, to have people living in tent cities all around and having cardboard boxes, everything. Mm-hmm. It is also terrible for the people living in the cardboard boxes. Right. By the way, there's also not enough shelters available for these people to live right, in. Right, that's and many very them,
1: important to say. Many of them don't want to
2: go into the shelters because it's a self-esteem issue, and, right? And they many
0: of them, and many of them
1: solve really to like find them, you know, because they don't have anywhere to go and they don't have any money, which means eventually they're just going to get a ton of fines. They're going to probably end up in jail at some point, and we're just going to fill our prison system with homeless people.
0: Which just to, to unwind homeless. without. Alex said and I want to add to what Lauren said I'll Mm -hmm. start with Lauren saying many of them Lauren don't even know that they're against Going into it because there's a lot of mental health going On there too so they're not even conscious Of not wanting to go into it that's one thing And to Alex's point and I did Reference it before that's why I bring it up If you go back to the prior case That was in 2018 Martin V. Boise about the criminal You can't have a criminal sanction which we learned From the Ninth Circuit previously and that could be Overruled I get that Mm -hmm. but let's assume It's just a fine and you said put him in prison when you don't pay your fines, you go to prison. So right. I just want to, yeah. oh, you yeah, missed yeah, that yeah. linkage in yes, there. Yes. So That's I want to clar- point yeah. out the clarification that if the m- municipality can find them, right. or they don't pay the fines. Right. They could get arrested for not paying the fines. Yeah. So I agree with that too. But why don't we instead say, We have a problem with the administrative state being unchecked and too many people that are unchecked with too cushy jobs that are doing corruption or otherwise we presume need to be checked. And why don't we say that there's a problem for society and for the homeless people. See, not bums that time. There's a problem for the society and for homeless people in our country. And we need to address that. Yeah. And why don't we say when we go to reparations Mm -hmm. that there's a problem that there's systemic racism in the sense that people that have family backgrounds, like my great-grandfather was an attorney, and his brother was an attorney, and his brother was a dentist, and his brother was a dentist. That's
1: important to yeah. say. Yeah.
0: So like, my odds of success in life were really kind of high mm-hmm. compared to someone whose great-grandfather was a slave.
1: Right. And and all then their ancestors couldn't own property for generations after that, couldn't vote for generations after that. And,
0: all and that. then there's also people of African descent, who are from the West Indies, who lived in islands where African Americans were actually the professionals. Mm-hmm. And they were the more likely to become professionals where the Chinese shopkeepers were more likely to own all the real estate there. And different races had different preferences in different regions. Wow. And okay. so the history of how people develop changes everything. Mm-hmm. And we Contest. can't presuppose that you're white, you're brown, you're yellow, you're this, so you have this. Right. But anyway- I think Bloomberg's on to something that context changes everything. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I think the big problem is that we allow the media to tell us what we want. And we don't think about the other side of the coin. I feel terrible for homeless people but I'm not lying when I tell you that I find it fucking terrible when I'm walking through the street and I find 17 people living on the street with a push cart, doing a dance, doing crazy talk in front of me, having boxes everywhere. Like Maybe that makes me have no empathy, but I'm just being real with you. I think that sucks for the city. It's bad for the economy. It's bad for the shopkeeper who's trying. Imagine trying to sell a bagel and the guy outside is living in his underwear. I like think it's, it's
1: fair to say. Yeah, it's just it's reality. It can, can be a nuisance.
0: It's a Imagine having a bagel store and a guy's dancing in his stained underwear outside.
1: Yeah, it's very sad too. It's sad. Yeah, but there's two two sides of the coin, is the point.
2: Yeah, but as a consumer, I'd rather go to the bagel store that didn't have the homeless person dancing in front than the the
0: one that did. So the point is, we have an immigration crisis. We have a racial issue of history of racism in our country. We have an issue of the administrative state. We have an issue of homeless people. And guess what, guys? All you people that think you know everything.
1: Right. All you people with the simple answers to these simple problems.
0: Whenever something gets to the Supreme Court, the only person that knows it is not the HI, but the AI. Because as the AI told us, it is difficult. <laughs> if it was simple, it wouldn't have got to the Supreme Court. <laughs> Maybe you should realize that and realize that there is no right answer. We're just all trying to get by. This is the Leapcast. Find us on social media at Listen to Leap or visit Listen to Leap.com.